Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Coffee and Books. I'm your host, Scott. Today we're going to be talking about a manga I've recently read called Food Wars Volume 2. Food Wars, if you don't know, is an anime that is available currently on Netflix. Uh, they have a couple seasons out right now that are very good. Uh, there's, the plan is that eventually more seasons will be added. I believe there's five seasons in total. Uh, they're being dubbed in English for the American audiences right now. So they are available on websites such as Crunchyroll, which is also another streaming platform. If you've ever wanted to stream anime, that is a good place to go. Uh, but, you know, it's just like any of the other streaming platforms out there. All right, so let's get started. Let's recap where we were with Food Wars Volume 1 and begin with Food Wars Volume 2. Okay, so Food Wars, for those of you who have not listened to already, will probably need to listen to the first episode. And the first episode, uh, to recap, covers the story of Soma Yukira, who is a chef who is the son of a famous cook who owns a local restaurant in Japan. The father leaves and goes on an adventure where he begins cooking, the son is given the chance, Soma Yukira, to go to a famous prestigious cooking school. He is then immediately given tests, and Yukira has to learn from the very best of the best on how to improve his cooking skills. Alright, so in Chapter 6, Yukira is assigned a dorm for the first time, and he has to travel really far to get there. This building, this campus is massive, so he begins walking all day and finally gets to the facility at night. Um, he asks for directions, but nobody is actually familiar with the dorm. Many of the residents, or students in this case, are actually very wealthy and privately fly in from home or have chauffeurs that take them, you know, like chauffeur, or chauffeurs, you know, like drivers that take them to and from class. So he is very lost on getting to this dorm. Uh, but he finally find, finds the storm, and he realizes that the upkeep has really fallen apart on it, mainly because nobody's living there. He goes inside, and he sees that the dorm is actually a madhouse. It's filled with animals, there's people everywhere. And so we're introduced to some more characters here. Uh, we're introduced to Fumio, who's the dormitory caretaker, an elderly woman who tells Yukira the only way he can actually stay in the dorm is if she approves of his cooking in a, a cooking test. So she takes Yukira to the kitchen, which is actually spotless, but they have unfortunately limited ingredients. So Yukira makes a mackerel burger, and he manages to pass. Fumio thinks the food is so good that it brings back a flood of memories, so she tries to kiss Yukira. But Yukira goes and leaves. He decides that he needs to take a bath. In an embarrassing moment, Fumio did not tell her that it was actually a ladies' bath that he was going towards. So Yukira actually runs into Megumi in the bath by accident, and a very embarrassing scene ensues. Chapter 7. A mysterious man appears in the ceiling and invites Yukira to a party. The guests use a new character, Zenji's room. Zenji is a bookish character with glasses. Yuki is going to be the another character in this room. Yuki is the uh, girl who has pigtails, who is actually a farmer, who carries and trains with for all the animals. We have Shun. Um, Shun is the quiet one. He has got really long bangs, um, has a mysterious talent as well for cooking. Megumi, we know, is the, the silently sort of depressed girl who comes from a small town. 
Um, she learns that Yukira passed on his first attempt at cooking and managed to make his way into the dormitory, so she is jealous. Um, the man in the ceiling who initially introduces himself, his name is Ishiki. He is actually a second-year student, so he is the senpai of the group, or the sort of leader. The gathering begins to eat and party. Yukira learns about the Council of Ten, which is a group of ten students who actually control the university and all its major decisions. These are the top ten students ranked in the school. And Rina Nakari, a, a character from the first book, who is sort of the main uh, opponent of Yukira, has managed to test him during the first ceremonies and said that his cooking was not refined enough to be a part of the school. However, it was revealed that Enrina Nakari was actually jealous of his cooking and that Enrina Nakari is actually on the ten, member of ten councils. Um, Ishiki challenges Ikira to an informal duel when everyone else falls asleep after partying. It is also revealed at the end of the chapter that Ishiki is also on the Council of Ten. Chapter 8. Ishiki tries Yukira's dish. Ishiki made a spring-themed dish with salmon. Uh, Yukira does a similar style dish. It is revealed that Yukira did not know a lot about his father. Uh, while cooking the meal, he uses a French-style cooking on a traditional Japanese dish. The freestyle method of cooking really impresses everyone as they wake up. Uh, Ikira and Ishiki's food challenge ends in a tie, but it is secretly reported back to the dean through Ishiki. Ikira asks how he can be on the Council of Ten, and decides that the only way he'll be able to be on there is if he challenges Ishiki to a, a, a food war or duel. The next morning, Yukira challenges Ishiki for the seventh seat, but he refuses as Yukira has nothing of equal value. Ishiki explains that challenges are called food wars and have to meet a certain standard. The standards would be three requirements. One, that there is something of equal value on both sides. In this case, our most current example, an informal challenge was issued before, but since Yukira is not high-ranking or does not have anything to offer, there would be nothing that he could offer um, Ishiki in return. As a result, there would be no food war. If there is something, though, that they could offer, the next step would be to have an, a three judges or an odd number of judges who can judge the food. And then lastly, of course, having an audience viewing it um, and a time and place. Okay, so we see a flashback when Nakira actually takes down the head of the Chanko Society of Cooking, uh, which is a method of Japanese-style cooking. The institution is disbanded, and the building that the Chenko Society was using was actually destroyed after Nakira wins. This is how she accumulates so much power. She forces other societies or after-school clubs to challenge her in a duel. She wins, and then she takes their funding for herself. It is revealed at the end of the chapter that Ishiki made less, a less challenging dish, though, to see on purpose how well Yukira would do. When he reports this is to the dean, it is also revealed that even though he is a first year, he is Yukira showing a lot of promise. Chapter 10. Megumi tells Yukira about a research societies, which is how Nakira managed to accumulate so much power. Yukira decides he wants to join what is known as the Bowl Society. Yukira and Megumi meet Kenoshi, the Don of the Bowl Society. He tells them that the society is doomed because it has been forced to challenge Arena. All of the members have left except for him. 
Akumi walks in the room and introduces herself, a new character. She is Enrina's underling and is the challenger of the food duel. She is known as the Meat Master, or Nikumi. Ikumi is not impressed with the bowl society and says her top quality meat will always win because she has the finest ingredients. Yukira is offended and quickly defends the bowl society. However, he accepts the challenge in place of uh, Kenoshi. Ikumi says in the food challenge that she will battle Yukira, but only if he offers up the, the bowl society as well as him leaving the Tatsuki Institute or the university where they attend. But however, if Yukira wins, Ikumi will have to join the Bull Society in order to secure better funding and to atone for her behavior for being so rude to them. They both agree and Ikumi leaves. Ikira admits that he has no idea what to cook against this. However, they begin practicing for the match in three days. Chapter 11 Ikira keeps practicing. We learn how Nakumi has been getting her top quality meat as she is one of the daughters of a high quality meat distributor and is getting her meat at a very high discounted rate. The club and Yukira have come to terms with the fact that they do not have a lot of money. Yukira's father has failed to give him any money in his account and as a result Yukira's food quality products are lower. But Yukira gets the idea of making what's called a chaplain steak which is also a Japanese style method of cooking. Yukira, chapter 12. Yukira stayed up all night perfecting his recipe. The food war is held in a giant stadium where thousands of students have come to watch the match. Megumi begins to be nervous, but Yukira says he is not scared. Mikumi, or Nikumi is cheered on in her entrance, but Yukira is booed because of his arrogant statements, where he said he would be the top of the class. The rules are set, and Enrina shows up to watch the match. Mikumi begins cooking her A5 beef, special talent, and she explains that she is very sensitive to knowing when foods reach a certain sensitivity or temperature, and that is her special ability. Yukira begins cooking and is revealed that his meat was, again, low quality. Nobody thinks he stands a chance against this high-quality product. The contestants are done cooking, and judgment begins. Chapter 13. Soma Yukira wins the Foon battle with his chaplain bowl. The judges are impressed. The judges are impressed because he is able to convince everyone that bowls are supposed to be a certain style of cooking, which is cheap, fast, and good, which Yukira has met all three of those requirements. Uh, Nikumi admits that she now has a crush on Yukira, and Rina removes Nikumi from her staff. Nikumi joins the Bowl Society only to find out that Yukira has decided to leave. Chapter 14. Lastly, Soma Yukira is waken up by the Edders to help farm out back. The Edders try Megumi's cooking. They receive a mysterious pamphlet, however, that the school has sent out to all students. That they are invited to an overnight cooking camp, and this overnight camp is what is considered the first night of Hell Week. Alright, so that is everything that is in Food Wars Volume 2. Um, again, there's a really raunchy humor in this book. Like it. Um... I'm enjoying the aspect of the fact that they're chefs and that they have to battle with the quality products. Um, I really like the food battle in this one because uh, going back to how we kind of see how the food battles now work and now that we know what they are in this series, I just want to say that I felt like Soma Ikira's battle against Nikumi, as I like to call her, is very, very entertaining. Um, it goes to kind of to show that 
you know, the cooking is about the heart and the spirit of the enterprise. And that if a person, you know, just because they don't have the best quality ingredients doesn't mean that they can't win. And Yukira proves that, you know, he shows that like, this is something that is beyond just having the best quality products at all times. And uh, yeah, I really thought that it's really cool that in this book, they give you the recipes of the chaplain steak and all the different types of foods that Yukira makes or Megumi or any of them make. So you get a lot of good recipes as well. And uh, like I said, I'm just enjoying it for what it is. Um, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, the series is an anime. You can keep up with it on Netflix. Um, I have been thinking about ordering Volume 3. However, it will probably be a little bit of time before that happens. Uh, but anyway, just wanted to say thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And like I said, if you haven't already checked out Food Wars, please be sure to check out Food Wars Volume 1 first. And that will give you a good idea. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Food Wars Volume 2. Again, if you like supporting my podcast, just a quick reminder that you can support it by A, supporting my Patreon account, which you can find in the link below. You can also email me at scottbernstein16 at yahoo.com if you have any questions or if you have any topics you'd like me to read. All right. Thank you, everyone, and have a great day.